At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is indeed the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN. I am Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And right by my side here, my partner, Mike Pritchard. What a day so far, week two in the NFL. The Las Vegas Raiders, most recently the hard luck loser in overtime, a scoop and score off of a Hunter Renfro fumble. And the Cardinals win this one in the extra session, 29 to 23. And the the Raiders really dominated the game, Mike, for certainly at least two and a half quarters, maybe three quarters of the ball game. But they let Arizona back in, and Arizona gets it done in the extra session. Brady, great to be with you. Uh, a lot of action uh, in today's uh, NFL slate. Uh, incredible to think about when you have opportunities. And that's what I think the theme of the show, the recap show, what we're going to do here. Uh, is all about opportunities or missed opportunities. I mean, Hunter Renfro, you just got to be smarter. Like you're in or approaching he field goal twice. range. He already fumbled, but he's approaching field goal range. I mean, you just got to remind each other in the huddle. I know he's trying to fight for extra yards and, and, and do all this stuff, but you don't have to, right? I mean, you're right there on the doorstep of, of a field goal attempt to win the game. You just got to be smarter. And I think we saw that across the board uh, in the National Football League today. Teams, players in particular, are not smart enough right now as they start the season. Well, let's talk about the final game of this Sunday that we have coming up. Sunday night football from Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers hosting the Chicago Bears. Chicago is 1-0. Green Bay is 0-1. 
and we know about Aaron Rodgers' dominance over his rival Chicago Bears, 27-12 and 12 against the spread in division games at home. The Packers are 18-5 and five against the number versus the Bears going back to 2011. They're also 9-0 and straight up and against the spread under Matt LaFleur when they're coming off of a loss in the regular season. And finally, Rodgers 12-2 straight up and against the spread in home openers since 2008. Right now, the line is still at 10, pretty mm-hmm. much where it's been all week, Mike. Uh, the initial line, I believe, was 10.5 on Green Bay. It was bet down to 10, and it's been there again just about all week long. The total is currently at 40 to uh, 42. Where are you on this one? Well, I like Green Bay. I mean, you can lay to 10. I, at least I, I did that. And so what I like about it, Brady, and we talked about this before, is the fact that uh, Green Bay, I think, can get to their core – offense and because that's what's ailing them right now a lot of guys are breaking down young guys they're breaking down they don't understand the standard uh and so they're not doing the right things all the time and it's frustrating Aaron Rodgers well uh, what you could do is get back to your core offense because when you look at Chicago and their defense uh it's not the same I mean we got to take care of Robert Quinn uh we got to take care of uh, Roquan Smith we got to take care of a few other players that way but I, I think we feel confident enough running our core plays to make sure we do the right thing, make sure that we have our confidence out there. So I'm looking for Green Bay to do that. And they do do that. I think their defense is really strong. Now, it's a double-digit, again, situation, uh, laying it at home and uh, considering what happened earlier today. I'm a little nervous about that. But uh, it's Lambeau. It's Aaron Rodgers on a big stage. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, the double-digit favorites that we saw earlier today, the Los Angeles Rams, the Denver Broncos, they did not cover the big spread. They did get the victory, but they did not cover the 10 points that they were laying The San Francisco 49ers did. I don't think they ever got up to 10-point favorites. In fact, they closed as 8.5-point favorites. That's where they opened the week. They were bet up to 10, I believe, at one point, certainly as high as 9.5. But at the close, it was back down to 8.5, and they beat the Seattle Seahawks 27-7. Green Bay will try to become the second team to cover that 10-point spread a little later from now, just coming up in about 16 minutes. Uh, The Packers, Mike, you mentioned the defense I believe their defense will rebound. They were Mm -hmm. not great against Minnesota. They were decent. Uh, They certainly couldn't cover Justin Jefferson. uh, But I believe against the run and against a much less explosive offense in the Chicago Bears, who really struggled in week one, and we're going to give them a little bit of a break. Uh, I gave the 49ers a break for that game as well because of that incredible weather uh, that we saw in Chicago last last week. Um, but I think this will be an easier task for the Green Bay defense. I also feel that they will respond after getting beaten by the Minnesota Vikings in week one. I also think the Green Bay Packers will be able to rush the ball Mm. on this Chicago team. Green Bay actually rushed the ball on Minnesota very well last week Mm. to the tune of 6.3 yards per carry, and Chicago was one of the very worst defenses in, in defending the run last season. We saw the Niners have some success on the ground against the Bears in week one, but then it got sloppy. Debo Samuel fumbled in the red zone. We didn't really get to see the full picture uh, of what that run defense may or may not be, but I think the Packers will be able to exploit it, and then I think that'll free up the receivers for Aaron Rodgers that he's trying to get on the same page with. Yeah, I mean, when you're running uh, high percentage passes or or possession-type routes, Brady, obviously you're going to try to run the football as well. I mean, I I think – the situations are completely different than they were a week ago against the Vikings in the trenches. Uh, like you mentioned, I mean, the Vikings D-line is so much better uh, than what their Chicago Bears have right now. So I agree with you. I think the Packers should be able to run the football uh, and should be able to 
stay ahead of the chains. And, and that's what you need to do if you're going to run your core offense. I mean, just the basics, like a, like a curl route or, or a crossing route. Um, if you see zone, if you see a man, uh, you can run the deep comebacks, right? You can run the deep digs down the field too. So uh, I, I think that's in store from a passing standpoint uh, for Green Bay. But when you're looking at uh, the Packers and what they need to do, they need to possess the football. They need to accumulate plays. They need to get into a rhythm, and, and to me, that's running the football. I agree 100% with what you just said. little uh, a bit of improvement on the offensive line as well. Aaron Rodgers was sacked uh, you know, more than usual mm-hmm. uh, last week against the Minnesota Vikings, and I have to check the report. It looked like Elgin Jenkins was going to play or get the start anyway for Green Bay. Did you see any word on David Bakhtiari? Yeah, I'm looking for that right now uh, in terms of who's going to be in and who's going to be out here for Green Bay. He's inactive. Uh, Bakhtiari is inactive uh, here in this one. So And Jenkins? Yeah, Jenkins, uh, I don't see him here. I think he's going to be active. He's going to be ready to go. Yeah, he was listed as questionable on mm-hmm. Friday and was a full participant in practice right. on Friday, so I expected him to be back right. in the lineup. And, you know, if you could get both of them, that would certainly be a blessing. But just the fact that they have one of the two, I think is going to help Aaron Rodgers quite a bit. Well, I think so. Like I mentioned, Robert Quinn, you have to deal with that. And, you know, how are you going to deal with it from a pass protection standpoint, whether it's going to be play action too. When, when you have play action, you can implement the running backs and tight ends into the passing game. And I, I think that'll keep Chicago off balance. But uh, from a drop back standpoint, yeah, you got to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. And, and certainly Jenkins is going to be a big part of that. But uh, when Bakhtiari comes back, uh, certainly I think the Packers will feel, feel better about that. But it starts with the run, though. In the trenches, Brady, it starts with the run uh, here on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I am with you, and I would be laying the points. I do not have a bet in this game, but mm-hmm. I would lay it with the Green Bay Packers. I, I think it's very similar to the San Francisco-Seattle situation right. where you have Seattle, the Atlanta Fal- uh, Falcons, the Chicago Bears, the Texans. Those are maybe the four worst teams in the NFL Green Bay, I certainly think, conversely, is one of the best teams in the NFL. And I do think you get a lopsided one here on Sunday night football. You never know because when you, when you are that underdog like Chicago is right. and a rivalry game like this, under the spotlight of the Sunday night lights, sometimes they do show up. But, again, if I was going to be betting this game, I, I'd actually lay the wood. Yeah, well, the continuing the theme, too, Brady, in terms of mistakes, I mean, we're seeing turnovers all over the place in week two again. Iberflus, uh, his trademark as a defensive coordinator and now head coach is to tackle the football. And we saw that against the San Francisco 49ers in the weather. I'm sure Green Bay prepared for that. Uh, obviously, you're going to be ready for that. But uh, you never know what can happen. That's, what's, that's what I think as a better you're nervous about uh, laying double digits, uh, turnovers, the mistakes that way early on in the season. We did our uh, pro tip uh, last week on the show. It was, mm-hmm. of course, week one. And we were saying – Bet the under on Sunday night football, and it came home in spades right. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, 19-3, uh, to your final there. Uh, and our reasoning for that was because the public on that last game of the day, it's the, the get-even or the get-even-deeper game, <laughs> and uh, they typically like to bet the over. They want to see some action on Sunday night football, and sure enough, it is ticking up. I'm seeing 42-and-a-half out there. I see a 43 now. 42 is still the consensus, but wait as long as you can here, and I'd probably try the under again just based on that theory. It is a very low number, um, but I could see Green Bay maybe, you know, torching Chicago to the tune of, let's say, uh, 29 to 10. Right, right. I mean, it's a tough bet to bet over so early in the season when you know Green Bay is still trying to iron out their wrinkles. Uh, They're still trying to get these pups up to the standard uh, that uh, Green Bay expects for sure, and 
Uh, it's tough to go over that because I, I'm not anticipating Chicago opening up their playbook and being prolific and scoring a lot of points against this defense uh, for Green Bay. I'm not looking for that to happen either. M mistakes, punt, block punts, block field goals. I mean, everything, turnovers. All that could be in play, though, early on in the season. So uh, I, I'd be careful with the over, just like what you mentioned, though. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, the Chicago Bears, they just really have no weapons on mm -hmm. offense. I, I don't mind their ground game right. with Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery. I think their running game is pretty good, but uh, Justin Fields just does not have any weapons to throw to mm -hmm. uh, as far as wide receivers. Of course, they lose Allen Robinson in the offseason. They didn't do anything to replace him. So uh, the lack of offensive firepower for the Chicago Bears would, would have me leaning towards the under in this game as well. Yeah, I mean, they have a St. Brown because his yes. brother <laughs> plays in Detroit, and he's been pretty good this year. Uh, so they have one of those guys. <laughs> uh, and Pettis, Dante Pettis, he's been around a little bit. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not an offense that's geared to score a lot of points. And, uh, and I'm not anticipating Green Bay's defense breaking down at home uh, in tonight's matchup as well. Well, we've got kickoff coming up in less than 10 minutes from now. And in the next segment, Mike, I want to go through some player props. Have you bet any player props yet this season? Not yet. Not yet. I'm giving it some time. Maybe after next week. Uh, I still have some intel to gather, though, Brady. All right. Well, we'll go over uh, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, the passing props, also some rushing and receiving props when we come back on the other side as we get ready for Sunday night football, Lambeau Field, the Green Bay Packers hosting the Chicago Bears, the final game for your Sunday in week two. Right now, again, currently the Packers laying 10 points with a total of 42 that we're seeing tick up a little bit to the over. We'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. Keep it here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses to register. Sounds like a good trip. We talked about that one on the program yesterday. Uh, let's get to the player props. The Sunday night football game will kick off between the Packers and the Bears about five minutes from now. Uh, passing props for the two quarterbacks, the two starting quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers. The passing yard total for Rodgers, 247 and a half. The total for Justin Fields, 197 and a half. I would want to go under on Justin Fields here, Mike, okay. but the only thing that worries me is if the Packers do get out to a big lead, which the point spread would, su- uh, would suggest, then the Bears might be forced into a comeback mode where he's having to launch the ball up in the air all you know, in an effort to come back and, and get back into this ball game, and maybe that leads him to going over 197 and a half yards. You know, Brady, I want to inform everybody that uh, it's the easiest it's ever been in the National Football League between the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, speed on the field, 11 personnel, three wide receivers are out there. Uh, offenses are geared to throw the football. The rules suggest to throw the football. We want more scoring. Um, rosters are built that way, too. So uh, I, I want to inform everybody that, like that, that the attitude in the National Football League is that it's easy, or it should be easy for us to move the ball between the 20s. So when you look at props, I mean, on the other side of it, you're right. I mean, uh, if, if Chicago is going to be in a catch-up situation, okay, uh, you have boot action, you have fields. Uh, he does have a big arm, and it just takes a couple of big plays, really, uh, to look at that situation right there. So uh, I'm not entertaining it, to be honest with you, because I, I just think that highly uh, of the Packers' defense. I, I, but, but the variance is there, though, for him to go over. That's why I'm not going to play it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, for Chicago, you mentioned lack of weapons. These are young guys, though, and young guys on a big stage. And sometimes, you know, when you have some younger guys or guys that are trying to reestablish themselves or establish themselves in the National Football League, Sunday night is a big night to do, to do that uh, in primetime. 
no doubt about it. Uh, there's also passing TD prop mm-hmm. here, and it's one and a half for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, you can go under or over that. And if you want to go over one and a half touchdown passes for Aaron Rodgers, it's fairly expensive at minus yeah. 210. Now, the number for Justin Fields is just a half. So if he throws one touchdown pass, you're a winner. But that is minus 240. Mm-hmm. I would probably want to go over on Justin Fields. I got to believe he's going to throw one touchdown pass at some point in this game, especially if he's in catch-up mode. Um, but I don't want to lay minus 240. No, no, not going to touch that. Um, and you're right. It just takes one big play. It really does, Brady. And um, I, I think what we witnessed today, too, are breakdowns uh, from defenses and secondaries. Like, if you're not getting pressure on a quarterback uh, and they have time to survey the defense and then all of a sudden you think you have one call uh, and get somebody's confused we often talk about receivers or running backs or offensive players breaking down with their assignments, but defensive backs, they break down too. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get the signal right or they don't get the call. They hear it differently. Uh, and then all of a sudden you have a missed assignment and somebody's wide open. So that can happen early on in, in the season in the National Football League. Let's look at some of the uh, player props for the running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon for the Green Bay Packers, David Montgomery, uh, and no Khalil Herbert here, but Justin Fields rushing yards over 35 and a half or under 35 and a half, whichever you want there, 45 and a half yards for David Montgomery, A.J. Dillon at 49 and a half, and Aaron Jones at 56 and a half. I would be tempted to go over on Aaron Jones, Mike, because he was, I believe, underutilized in week one, and I think they probably want to put more focus on him. Uh, we talked about the Bears' run defense being pretty poor. It certainly was one of the worst in the NFL last season, and I don't think they've improved a whole lot. Um, I think the Packers will pound the ball and with both Dylan and Jones, but I would probably, I mean, you could take the over on both of them, but mm-hmm. I'd probably limit it to just one. I don't know if both of these guys are going to go for 60, 70 yards, that type of thing, carrying the ball, uh, but I'd take Aaron Jones over 56 and a half, and I would probably also go over with David Montgomery. Over, okay. I think he's maybe their biggest part of the offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the over situation for Montgomery. Absolutely. You know, it, again, we're talking about 45 and a half rushing yards right there. And uh, in a game like this, you, a couple of big runs, and that's it. Um, uh, you know, on the other side, too, I was looking at the Green Bay Packers and standing in their tape a little bit. And, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, you mentioned it, uh, 247 and a half passing yards, 115 either way. Uh, if Watson catches that pass, I mean, he threw for 195 yards last week, yeah, right? Yeah. And that was against the Vikings. So, and that was that was a 75 yard. That was a score, 75 right? yard score. So factor that in if you're looking at the situation uh, for Rodgers. But the rushing attack, yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones has to touch the rock uh, in a running game a lot more than five attempts. Uh, I believe he had and against the Vikings, right? And I mean, you're averaging almost 10 yards a carry. Uh, if you're getting to the core plays. Uh, of the West Coast offense, which that's what Green Bay runs, a lot of that is the run because you have so much boot action and you have so much play action off of the rushing attack. So uh, I, I think if you get back to the essence, and I do believe Green Bay is going to be tinkering all year long anyway. Uh, one thing that's caught up to the Packers over the years, the last three years in particular, is that they haven't been able to run the football like they need to in the playoffs. And so they need to establish that, and I think that begins tonight. Well, I believe after this commercial break, we are headed to kickoff. And basically the plays, uh, we didn't make any official plays, but what we are leaning to here is the Packers minus the 10 points, Mm -hmm. under 42 or the best number you can get there on the total. Uh, The passing yards for Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers were both kind of undecided there, but uh, over on the rushing yards, 56 and a half 
for Aaron Jones and over on the rushing yards for David Montgomery at 45 and a half. Let's go to the recaps, and we will start at the top of the rotation. What a wild game it was in Baltimore. Devin Duvernay, he got things started right away, returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown for the Baltimore Ravens, and right away it was 7 to nothing for the home team. And it seems like when I've seen that happen, when that first play of the game happens, mm-hmm. it just doesn't go right. For the, You remember the Super Bowl right. with uh, the Chicago Bears, and I'm trying to think of the guy who was so – uh, electric back there returning kicks for the Chicago Bears in that Super Bowl. Returned one on the very first play of the game uh, in their matchup with the Colts, I believe it was, and the Colts ended up winning that mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, but uh, Miami stopped them on fourth and goal, and then it was the Tua and Jalen Waddle show, uh, and we were tied at seven apiece in the second quarter, and then bang, Baltimore takes the first snap from scrimmage on offense after that, and Jackson hits Rashad Bateman for a 75-yard score, and then Jackson to Mark Andrews for another score with four minutes left before halftime, and then with about 30 seconds left in the half, uh, Lamar Jackson found Demarcus Robinson for another score, and it was 28-7 to mm-hmm. Ravens at the break. And, you know, I was looking at this game asking myself, remember when we thought Baltimore didn't have any good wide receivers? <laughs> right. You know? Right. They, they looked very good in the first half. And then Miami gets a score in the second half. They make it 28-14. Uh, from third and two on their own 20-yard line, Lamar Jackson sprints 80 yards for another Baltimore touchdown, and they're up 35 to 14. Then eight minutes left to eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Third and ten, and Tua finds Tyreek Hill for a 48-yard bomb touchdown, and all of a sudden this was now a seven-point game, 35 to 28. Tua to Tyreek Hill again for another TD, this time for 60 yards, and with five minutes left, we were tied at 35 all. Then Justin Tucker hits a 51-yard field goal to take the lead. And with just 14 seconds left in the game, Tua finds Jalen Waddell again, 42-38. to The Miami Dolphins come all the way back. They are at 2-0 on the year. Baltimore drops to 1-1. Just a brutal or a, a great comeback right. by Miami, but a brutal collapse by the Baltimore Ravens. Well, the Ravens couldn't possess the football. They had big plays, but they could not possess the football. And I think at home you have to do that. Uh, you have a, 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 a huge lead. Uh, no excuse uh, squandering that away. Uh, but you're going to hold the football 25 minutes uh, and, and allow Miami to put plays together, put big plays together too. One of the biggest things as a player, Brady, is when you can earn respect. And I think two has done that. He looked very good today. He looks great. And what was it, six touchdown passes, I, right? right? but the ball placement, too. Um, you know, the arm strength, look, he's underthrowing Tyreek Hill. Uh, not mm-hmm. everybody is going to overthrow, or, or, or Tyreek Hill a lot of times is going to have to slow up for any ball. Uh, but I'm here to give respect to Tua. Uh, I, I didn't think he was going to be able to do this or play at this level so early, so soon in this new offense. Now, I will caution people that this is a new offense, and people we saw the Ravens break down with communication and formations, and maybe they hadn't seen some things uh, that Miami unveiled right there. But you got to give a credit where credit is due, and that's all to Tua, uh, the quarterback with Miami Dolphins leading them back in that football game to win it. The Green Bay Packers start out on offense first, and they are almost to midfield here, uh, about the 45-yard line, their own 45-yard line. Looks like it'll be second and five here with still about 14 minutes left to go in the first quarter. Uh, Yes, Tua was very impressive, Mm. but what I also really liked is I think he may have the perfect match for a head coach. Mike McDaniel's play calling I thought was outstanding. The misdirection, the timing, 
uh, and it just uh, fit Tua like a glove. Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, everything really worked on offense, especially, obviously, in the second half for the Miami Dolphins. We'll come back, continue the recaps. We'll also preview Monday night football. We've got a couple of guests to join us for that and keep an eye on the Sunday night football and the live betting action right here on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Start your football season out on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard here with you, taking a look at Sunday night football. Still no score. The Green Bay Packers are on offense, facing a third and long with about 10 minutes left in the first quarter. Again, still no score in that ball game. We shift gears, Michael, to Monday night, and it is a beauty taking place in Philadelphia. And to, uh, joining us to break this down is our friend. He's appeared on the Pro Football Blitz in the past. It's Mark Drumheller, and you can find him on Twitter at X underscore Drumheller. He is a sports betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook. Mark, welcome back to the show. You've got a dandy on Monday night in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams off to a 1-0 start. And I know in the offseason, a lot of people, when the Dallas Cowboys were a favorite, the Philadelphia Eagles were the second choice. A lot of people like the Eagles to win that division. And now it looks like, obviously, they are a big-time favorite with Dak Prescott uh, now injured for the Dallas Cowboys. Also, the same thing. The Green Bay Packers were the favorite, but a lot of people really liked Minnesota to win the uh, NFC North. And after one week uh, in the NFL, it looks like those predictions were pretty darn good. Yeah, I agree. And I think what we see here is we have two teams that are in that second tier of the NFC that had really impressive debut performances in week one. And it really revolves around both these offenses. We saw the Eagles, you know, gear up in the offseason and acquire A.J. Brown. They knew it was a year where they were going to find out whether Jalen Hurts was going to be their franchise quarterback of the future. And they really did a great job of putting, you know, premier weapons around him. And then, you know, on the other side, the Vikings do it a different way. They bring in Kevin O'Connell, you know, from the Sean McVay tree. And, you know, he implements his offense. And Justin Jefferson, who got a lot of attention in the offseason in the futures market, um, really made betters happy the first week, right? Nine receptions, 184 yards. I think it was two touchdowns. So um, now they clash. And now we find out, you know, who's who. So really exciting matchup. Um, you know, I can't wait. I think it's going to tell us a lot about both teams. You know, Mark, uh, looking at uh, the betting angles in this game, uh, I'm approaching it this way. Uh, you got the Vikings, like you mentioned, the Eagles too, but uh, both teams have so much offense. Uh, the variety that certainly the Vikings can get to with their scheme, but then on the other side, the Eagles, Shane Steichen's doing a great job uh, implementing six eligibles, including Jalen Hurts at quarterback. So looking at the total, it's 50, 50 and a half here. Uh, I'm not thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm believing anyway that 
these defenses are not going to have enough time to prepare uh, for the offenses that we're going to see on Monday night. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I when you look at both defenses, right? Like I think, you know, we saw the Eagles let up a big number against Detroit. A little bit of that, you know, was kind of, you know, hey, they got out to a big lead um, on defense. They still held Detroit to a 38.6 success rate, um, you know, when it wasn't in garbage time. So I think when they needed to make plays, they did. James Bradbury had a great game, picked six for a touchdown, was targeted six times. I think he only let up one reception. Um, and I think that's really going to be the difference in this game is the corners, right? So you look at the Eagles have Bradbury and Slay. On the other side, you have Danzler and Peterson, right? So those were guys that graded um, in the 60s last year, PFF coverage grades. And despite their big win in week one against Green Bay, it was more about Green Bay not being able to execute, right? Peterson's, you know, had a 50.5 grade um, last week. Uh, you know, Danzler, again, you know, not impressive. So I think that's really going to be the, the key to the game is, is can Jalen Hurts and that offense attack that secondary of the Vikings? I agree with you, Mark. I actually did bet Philadelphia in this game minus two. It's up to minus two and a half, and maybe by kickoff it goes up to three. I know there's a lot of support out there for the Vikings as well, but I think you hit on it with the secondary. I don't think this Minnesota defense is great. I, I think their pass rush is going to be pretty good. We saw that in week one against Green Bay. Um, they did not stop the run very well against the Packers in week one. 6.3 yards per carry they surrendered, and you're probably going up against the wrong team if you're not good in defending the run. And then and that'll open up things for Jalen Hurts in the passing game and A.J. Brown. I just feel like right now – Philly is the more complete team of the two, as impressive as Minnesota is. And I'm certainly going to keep a close eye on this team because I think this team is for real. Um, but right now, I think Philadelphia has less holes, if you will. Yeah, I, I agree. So I am on Philadelphia. I have some minus one and a half. I have some money line as well. Um, you know, and I think it's just the perfect spot for them, you know, with, you know, the home opener on Monday night football. And having a first-time head coach on the other side, having to travel to Philadelphia. If you look historically, um, you'll see first-time head coaches on the road have had some success. But mainly that is like, uh, you know, when they're getting 10, 12 points, they're typically like huge underdogs. Last year in week two, you know, we saw Houston covering that spot, still lost by 10. If you looked at the three head coaches last year that went on the road for the first time in week two, um, first-time head coaches, they lost by 10, 18, and 23 points. So it's a real tough spot, you know, for O'Connell, I think, to gear up and get his team ready. Um, if you take from 2017, if you take first-time head coaches going on the road for the first time and you isolate it from games where they're plus three-and-a-half underdogs or shorter, they were 1-4-1 one, and one since 2017 coming into the season. We've seen two instances. We saw Hackett. Um, you know, draw a dud in week one. And then we saw McDaniel um, with a big win today. So two, five, and one um, since 2017 in that spot. And I think that that's going to be tough when you look at what they want to do offensively. A lot of motion, a lot of creative offenses. It's going to be a very loud, hostile environment. Uh, you know, we know the fans only impact the game so much, but I think, you know, a guy like Kirk Cousins, who, you know, has a reputation of not performing well at night because he likes to be in structure. He's a very structured person and it kind of messes up how he prepares for the game. So I think there's a lot going on from that vantage point as well, besides on the field that points to Philadelphia in this matchup. You know, Mark, I wanted to focus on that uh, with Kirk Cousins. He's coming back to familiar territory, obviously playing the Eagles there. And, uh, you know, human nature is human nature. Trends are trends. 
Uh, but if you're Kirk Cousins and you have this much firepower, a new offense, a new message uh, from uh, a different head coach, I'm, I'm wondering if Kirk Cousins has a chance uh, to be different. What do you think about that? I think he does. I mean, I think some of it, when you talk about like primetime Kirk Cousins, obviously some of it's variance, you know what I mean? Mm, and that yeah. kind of stuff. But I do think that there is some truth to the fact that, you know, when we hear people around the league talk about it, they talk about how structured he is and how he likes to stick to his regimen. And, and when he doesn't play at one o'clock, it kind of throws him off a little bit. Right. But I think it's more, it's going to more have to do with, Hey, you know, it's going to be an emotional lift for Philadelphia playing in front of their home crowd and our home opener in a big game. And it, I think you could see some communication issues when you're a first time head coach communicating with your quarterback in a loud environment. You know, we saw it last week with, with Hackett and Russell Wilson, you know, sometimes, you know, it can be a little difficult getting everybody on the same page. So, you know, it only takes, you know, a 10 yard penalty, you know, when you have two really good teams going at each other, 10 yard penalty late in the game could be a huge difference, could be a drive stopper, could be the difference between seven and three and, and really have an impact on, you know, who covers and who doesn't in the matchup. Mark, we talked about the Eagles secondary and a great game for James Bradbury in week one against the Lions. Uh, we also know Minnesota has a very electric offense. If they're going to attack this Eagles defense, where is the weakness, in your opinion, if there is one? Yeah, I think, well, Gannon schematically is going to give you the underneath, right? Like, that's what he's going to give you. He wants to keep everything in front of you. He wants to limit the exclusive plays, and it's almost to a fault a little bit. Like, fans in the area get frustrated. You know, we saw it last week. They got after the big lead. You know, they let Goff just kind of pick their way back into the game. Um, you know, with short gains. So I think that's really what they have to do. They have to try and, you know, establish, you know, some of the running game, but a lot of play action early, early down play action, and just kind of get the screen game going, get the short stuff, move the chains methodically, and long drives are going to take the crowd out of it early. So if I was them, that's how I would attack it. You know, settle Cousins down. Don't try and get it all at once. Don't try and come out and jump on top of him. Just move down the field methodically. Um, you know, he has the weapons. I mean, Justin Jefferson, you know, obviously one of the best wide receivers in the league. So uh, they have an opportunity, but I, I would, that's how I would attack Eagles defense if I was. Mark, one more little nugget for you. Just about 20 seconds left, but I like this angle. You mentioned Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. You recall he was interviewed by the Vikings for their head coaching vacancy, and they passed on him. Of course, they went with Kevin O'Connell. I imagine he has something a little up his sleeve for this game for the Vikings. Yeah, I think so. I think he's pretty motivated. It's a big year for him. Like I said, he interviewed with a lot of people. There's a lot of interest around the league. So this is a huge year for him as well to kind of put his best foot forward to kind of make that jump, um, you know, if he wants to be a head coach. But yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that, you know, he sees O'Connell as a guy that they hired and here's, you know, a chance. And the good part about it is last week, you know, against Detroit, the way the game played out, he really didn't have to show too much. So they get off to a big lead. You know, they got the job done, and they're able to move on and prepare. All right, my friend, great to talk to you again, and enjoy the game on Monday night, Mark. All right, you too. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, we'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Blitz on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night football, and you get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. 
We've got a whole new game at Lambeau Field as Justin Fields rambles in there for a score. The extra point is good, and Chicago takes the lead 7-3 to over the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay got a field goal from Mason Crosby as their drive into the red zone stalled. It was third and 15. Rodgers was sacked, and Crosby was good on the field goal to, uh, to put the first three points on the board. But Justin Fields right there calls his own number Rushes in, and the Bears have the lead. As far as the live spread, Chicago, of course, went off as a 10-point underdog. They are now just five-and-a-half-point underdogs, and your total up a little bit to 46-and-a-half. It closed at 42-and-a-half. Yeah, Chicago made that opening drive uh, right there look easy, you know, and uh, that's the thing about a team like this. And early on in the season, you just don't know what you're going to get. A lot of times you work and you prepare, and uh, you watch tape uh, of the previous week, and uh, you take your best guess. Right. And, and I think uh, that's what you have to focus in on for, for defenses. It's a guessing game. And so give a lot of credit right there for Chicago being able to execute uh, and certainly capping off the drive with a touchdown right there by Justin Fields. Mike, we were talking about the Ravens and the Miami Dolphins game in the segment prior to Mark Drumheller coming mm -hmm. on and joining us. And I did want to mention uh, their games for week three. The Dolphins will host the Buffalo Bills and over the summer, the Bills were made a four-point favorite in that one, and I don't think we're going to see that one populated on the board just yet. I'm not seeing a number uh, on that one yet because we have not seen Buffalo play mm -hmm. in week two. And now I do see, it looks like right here at Circa Sports, uh, they are making the Buffalo Bills a five-point favorite in that game. So interesting with what Miami did today. Uh, the spread has actually increased on the Buffalo Bills without having even seen them. Uh, their Monday night game, of course, they will host the Tennessee Titans. The Baltimore Ravens will travel to New England to take on the Patriots, and that's always a good game there with John Harbaugh against Bill Belichick. The Ravens, of course, really uh, squandered a big lead today in that loss to the Miami Dolphins. And the line in that game is Baltimore by three. It was a pick em over the summer. And right now you have the Baltimore Ravens laying three points on the road at New England. Of course, we'll talk about that New England game a little bit later today. But I can understand that Baltimore looked awful powerful and I don't think New England, even though they won the game, they, they didn't look like all that. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this with Lamar Jackson and the evolution of Lamar Jackson. We know what he can do with his legs. We know how fast he is. We saw that in the game against Miami. I mean, he's a game maker, a playmaker, and a game breaker. Uh, he really is. And now he's kind of becoming efficient uh, a little bit. He's 21 to 29 in the game against Miami, uh, 318, three touchdowns that way. But his ball placement, I'm telling you, it's incredible uh, to see the evolution of Lamar Jackson a little bit as a, as a pocket passer uh, and operating that way. It's extraordinary. It really is. And, you know, the guy's betting on himself. I'm watching that game, and he's getting more and more expensive. I'm like, Baltimore, they better exclusive rights franchise this guy because I, I think a team's willing to give up picks and willing to go after him if they do just slap the franchise tag on him, which I don't think they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna make sure that they can negotiate with – um, Lamar Jackson only be the only team to negotiate with Lamar Jackson. Uh, but the guy is incredible. He's evolving. Uh, the running game, I think, will get revved up too. They got to fix some issues defensively. I thought it was a lack of communication and some breakdowns that cost them uh, that game against Miami.
Mike, let's talk about the Jets at the Browns. The Cleveland Browns closed as six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Mm -hmm. It looked like they were going to get there. Uh, It was really the Nick Chubb show, Mm -hmm. and and we thought it would be. Uh, I I felt that New York's uh, run defense was a little bit misleading in week one because the Ravens didn't have their full complement of running backs, and Lamar looked a little rusty having not played in the preseason. And Cleveland got out to an early lead, and then it was a little bit of back and forth, and then the Browns started to pull away late in that game. They had a 13-point lead with a minute and a half left in regulation, and they blew it. It was absolutely incredible. Joe Joe Flacco lobbed one over the back of the defense there. It's like they were just too relaxed. They weren't even paying attention. They thought the game was over, what have you. He throws a touchdown. Uh, They get the onside kick. They score yet again, and they beat the Cleveland Browns. It was a very key missed extra point for Mm -hmm. Cleveland to land them on 30, and the Jets didn't even need – or the Jets successfully kicked the extra point to make it 31-30. to It would have been tied, and we were probably headed for overtime, but, boy, Cleveland squanders a 13-point advantage in the final minute and a half, and the Jets move to 1-1, and and so do the Browns. First of all, how good is Nick Chubb? I mean, that guy as a runner is one of the best I've seen in quite a while in the National Football League because we don't see these type of running backs anymore. But as a pure running back, I mean, he has it all, and he's a playmaker, and he he kept Cleveland in it. I mean, it's not like Cleveland had the perfect game plan. It's not like Cleveland, uh, we knew they were going to be one-dimensional, which they were for the majority of the game. Uh, Brissett uh, was efficient, uh, as good as he could be, as well as he could be right there. Uh, But he did have a mistake uh, but credit to the Jets. Uh, the Jets cannot stop Chubb, but they did kind of neutralize the game a little bit to give themselves opportunities. Uh, but I look at Joe Flacco and I look at Joe, uh, Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator for Cleveland Browns. I've been talking about that for weeks now here on the network about the defense maybe being overrated. Uh, in fact, when you look at Joe Woods, you look at the personnel, you're excited about the Cleveland Browns, you look at the roster and you're like, okay, they should be okay, but you look at Joe Woods as defense coordinator, uh, he has some work to do there uh, to improve. Uh, and, and I think when you look at the stats and you see how many passing touchdowns the Cleveland Browns secondary gave up last year, and now you look at Joe Flacco passing for four touchdowns. Breakdowns again. I mean, that, that to me is certainly an indicator uh, that Joe Woods does not have it right now as a coordinator. So I don't know if Cleveland's going to look at that or not. Uh, they should. Uh, if they have designs on being a better team, a better outfit, uh, I think Stefanski's have work, work to do uh, to improve that aspect of his football team. I, I think you bring up a great point, and I noticed that today uh, because I was rooting for the Browns. Uh, one of our contest picks was on the Browns laying six and a half points. Uh, six points was the number in the Westgate contest, mm-hmm. and it looked like we might get a push on the Westgate contest pick, but uh, – no, it, it, I was rooting for the Browns, and they just, I mean, the Jets, gosh, I, I don't know if they're really that good, but they picked apart that defense. Yeah, I, you know. I, I mean, what we saw last week, right. they scored three points, mm-hmm. and, and they scored a garbage touchdown when, when the game was basically over to make it nine points on the scoreboard, the last six points being, again, garbage time for the Jets, but otherwise they did not do anything on offense, and today they looked very good on offense, well, and I think a lot of it was the Cleveland defense. Right, that and the quarterback. Uh, we, we talked about this yesterday on the Pro, Pro Football Blitz in terms of Joe Flacco on the road as a veteran quarterback. Okay, he's not going to be 
disturbed. I mean, I think he's going to be okay if he can be steady, if they can keep the game tight. Uh, and that's what we saw. So are the Jets good offensively? If you put Zach Wilson on this offense, they don't win this game, I don't think. Uh, yeah. I, right. I, I think there's enough mistakes out there uh, and maybe just lack of experience. Uh, but you have experience on the side of Flacco. Uh, you do have a chance to win it, and he capitalized on it. I, you know, again, breakdowns from Joe Woods, the defense coordinator, breakdowns uh, with the secondary right there for Cleveland. One-dimensional, uh, too, what I mentioned and what we've been talking about with Cleveland offensively. Give them credit because of just the playmakers that they have. Uh, but the Jets get more credit because they kept themselves in the ball game uh, and they took advantage of opportunities when they presented themselves. The Cleveland Browns will stay at home and they will play the Pittsburgh Steelers in a division matchup. They are laying three and a half points. They are currently the favorite in that contest with your total at 40 and a half. And the New York Jets will return home a rematch uh, from a huge upset that they pulled off last year. They welcome the Cincinnati Bengals to town. And this is a very interesting game here. Cincinnati is mm. now 0-2 to start the season, Mike. And they were a six-point favorite over New York during the summer. And that's already come down. They are now a four-and-a-half-point road favorite at the Jets with a total of 43 and a half. Yeah, we talked about issues, and I think that probably could be a pro tip when you think about road teams like this, heavy favorites uh, with issues. Uh, the Rams, uh, perhaps with issues too, and uh, did not cover. But uh, yeah, the Bengals, we have a lot to talk about with that football team right now uh, as they lose on the road against the Cowboys. Uh, and Cooper Rush, wow. <laughs> Cooper Rush, the quarterback. In that situation, but the Dallas Cowboys in their defense uh, led the way in that game as well. All right, very good. There's your pro tip. Look for road favorites that are a little bit shaky, leaking oil, if you will. Uh, not always great teams to invest in, and that certainly fits the Cincinnati Bengals in their role this week as a road favorite that looks a little shaky off to an 0-2 start. We'll come back with our number two in just a moment. It is the Pro Football Blitz. Keep it here. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.